It's we made it. The last official Beatle album is here on the Overnightscape Central. And here to take a look at it with me is the reliable uh, Beatle fan, uh, my my boss kind of, my podcast boss and buddy, Frank Edward Nora is joining me. And uh, don't feel bad that you missed this because uh, we wanted to get on a Monday schedule and here we are back on an every Monday schedule. And at the end of the show, we'll go over uh, what will happen next week now that we've done this part of the Beatles, because there's always more, as uh, Todd Rundgren once said. And uh, we're going to get to it, because uh, as long as we're doing the Beatles, I think we ought to be as uh, comprehensive as humanly possible. And that's exactly what my intention is and what we're going to do here uh, over the next coming weeks. We've been doing this since... uh, late 2022, if I'm not mistaken, at least all of this year. And yeah, I've missed a few weeks with laziness and my radio vacation, but um, we're, we're in the saddle, at least for now. So let's take advantage of that and keep this going. And uh, there'll be info at the end, anything Beatles. We're still looking for people who don't like the Beatles and want to tell us why, as well as uh, people who are casual fans who just want to express something, how they feel, how they found the Beatles. Um, let, let's do it. Let's do it here and uh, let's have fun because that's really what this is all about, the fun. Um, uh, let's not, I mean, the Overnight Scape Underground is a non-commercial entity. I mean, we'll take your money if you want to throw it at us, but that's pretty much what you have to do. We're not going to make it easy. Um, what else do I have to say? Um, not a heck of a lot, so uh, I'm going to hand the floor over to Frank Edward Nora, and I may interrupt once or twice, but uh, let's get this thing a-rolling so, you know, last time we had Abbey Road and in the end, right? The end. They had the song called The End. It was the end of the band. Finished, right? 1969. But no, there was one more album left. Let It Be. Uh, Let It Be has always been kind of a uh, a troubled album. And it was also a movie uh, in, in the Beatles' legacy. In fact, apparently it came out uh, after the Beatles broke up in uh, January 1970. But of course, as we know, the album was recorded before Abbey Road. It was, uh, you know, a difficult process, and uh, I guess they didn't really know what to do with it, and the band was sort of, you know, getting towards the end. Anyway, I'm just amazed they they actually did Abbey Road, which apparently, um, from what I heard, went much much better than the, uh, the Let It Be sessions. So as we know, the, the the movie Let It Be and the album Let It Be were both so kind of messed up in some ways that they both were recreated later, right? Um, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, and apparently George Harrison did give his approval for this uh, before he died. Um, they uh, they set about to uh, to fix all the mistakes, and and then eventually, and I believe it was in 2013, released. Let It Be Naked, right? Uh, because the album was originally, uh, the, the tapes were originally sent to Phil Spector, who applied his wall of sound technique. Listen, I, I've heard, I've been listening to both versions recently, and I, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't think that the Phil Spector produced version needed to be uh, particularly uh, revised. And I do think that Let It Be uh, you know, there's some good songs and there's some bad songs. I really do think the Long and Winding Road and Let It Be are are are, are not great Beatles songs, right? The Long and Winding Road, do do. I always felt that was one of their worst songs, honestly. And even Let It Be, it just sort of is not a great song in my opinion. And so there's a few of those songs that kind of bring the album down. Um. So, but I understand that Paul especially, and by the way, there's not as much Paul is Dead stuff on this album, I don't think, as there was on Abbey Road, but we'll get into that. But anyway, uh, Paul had a vision for this album, I suppose, and um, it was it was meant to be getting back to basics, right? 
get back, get back to where you once belonged, right? They were thinking back to their days playing in the cavern and the star club and how everything was just working back then and they had gotten so intricate and complex they wanted to get back to that simplicity, which they did, but then these layers of added orchestration and other things, the studio banter and stuff, I suppose his vision took away from it. I don't really know. I don't know that Let It Be Naked is... uh, by the way, they must, there must have been a better name than Let It Be Naked. That's just a horrible name and a horrible uh, cover to the album. Anyway, um, I don't know if it was really necessary. I've been listening to it. I think the more Beatles, the better. So the more versions of everything. Like recently, they've been doing remixes, not just remasterings, but remixes. Like The one that was the most uh, extreme, I think, was um, Sgt. Pepper's, the, the remix. Uh, they just went back to the each individual, you know, the multi-tracks and just reinvented it. And I think that's great. I enjoy listening to both versions, the original, the, you know, of course, it, the mono, the stereo, now remixed, remastered, this remastered version. Listen, the more the merrier, the more Beatles, the better. So I, I'm ne- I would never complain about that. But I don't know. I mean, the album starts off, the original version of Let It Be starts off with the classic line, I dig it, big me by Charles Hawtrey and the Deaf Aids. Phase one in which Doris gets her oats. <laughs> and they took that off. They took all that kind of stuff off for uh, the, the naked version. No, leaves Charles Hawtrey in. And in fact, I, I did eventually learn who Charles Hawtrey was when a couple years ago I got into the, uh, the carry-on films. And of course, Charles Hawtrey was one of the stars of the carry-on films. And deaf aids, I guess, are hearing aids. Uh, yeah, so I don't know scrubbing that stuff is a good idea. They also, uh, apparently in the naked version, they got rid of um, Dig It. Like the FBI. CIA. Dig It. Dig It. Why get rid of that? That's very bizarre and distinctive. And then also Maggie May. Oh, dirty Maggie May. I'm 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 assuming in this studio they were just playing around, but it was included on the album. It was the first cover in a long, long time. Anyway, and apparently this I didn't realize this. Uh, Don't let me down was not on the album. Don't let me down, you know. So they added that on the album again. At this point, listen, whatever. The more Beatles, the better. But I don't know if personally I would particularly care one version over the other. Um, now, of course, the movie Let It Be, which was uh, kind of depressing because I think it, it sort of – everyone felt that it was uh, sort of showing the dissolution of the Beatles, you know, with Yoko there every five seconds and the band arguing, this and that. And then the movie was really not ever re-released, right? It was uh, – the only versions online were like on the Internet Archive and stuff. And, uh, of course – this also was remade in a brilliant way by Peter Jackson, right? You remember this whole project called Get Back. Uh, 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 it eventually was a, uh, a mini-series on Disney Plus of how – I forget how long it was. Like I think, I think it was only eight or ten hours long, but they said they had over – Peter Jackson preferred his 30-hour version, and I would have watched it. I loved every second of Get Back. I was transfixed, and I do plan on watching it again. This this is now the Let It Be sessions. Um, all the footage. He had access to all the footage and um, put together this brilliant uh, reimagining of the movie. And, uh, you know, using um, brand new AI audio techniques to get audio that would have been impossible to hear in the past of different conversations and aspects of the music so it was really brilliant and it was a, a technological marvel so this project uh, is is much more than just the album there's a lot going on here and of course it all sort of accumulates in the rooftop concert and that section of, of Get Back was absolutely brilliant because they had so much footage especially like the police coming into the lobby they had everything really I mean I would say that uh, the stories and everything surrounding it 
is so legendary, and it's uh, you know the final product again. I think is is somewhat flawed, nowhere near their best album, but an essential part of the Beatles canon, and um, some really great songs on there as well. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm looking at the uh, the cover right now, and of course there is there is Paul's dead stuff. I was wrong, of course, on the cover. You have uh, images of the four Beatles there, and all of the other three have white backgrounds, and Paul has a red background. Yes, continuing the Paul is dead theme. And let's see what else we have here. We have the track listing here. Two of us, two of us writing letters. Yeah, uh, two of us. The old Paul, the new Paul. Yeah, dig a pony. I love that song actually. I, I, I dig a pony. Love that one. Across the Universe, of course. Amazing song. I, me, mine. Dig it. Love all these songs. Just Let It Be is kind of eh. Maggie Mae is whatever. I've got a feeling. Great song. One after nine oh nine. I remember there used to be a Beatles fanzine called 910. Because it's the one after 909. <laughs> a long and winding road. Yeah, that's kind of a downer. Oh, For You Blue, that's a good one. Because you're sweet and lovely, girl. I love you. And then, of course, Get Back. Jojo was a man who thought he was a loner, right? So all in all, this is a really, this is a good album with a few kind of low points, but enough great stuff to really, you know, be good. See, there's uh, all these alternate versions. It's 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 a very complex, controversial kind of album. You know what I mean? But it, of course, was the end of the Beatles at that point. And I know that all during the 70s, I think people really were hoping and expecting that the Beatles might reunite and get back together, get back together. Yeah. Um, Of course, we know it didn't happen. And in 1980, John Lennon was was killed. And uh, that sort of ended all any of that speculation at that point, unfortunately. But if you if you look at these last two albums, Abbey Road and Get Back. I mean, I think there could have been so many additional great Beatles albums. And I know they all went on to solo careers. And, you know, I've never been as as into any of their solo careers as uh, have been into the regular Beatles stuff. I think they're just, I don't know, the solo stuff is just, it's lacking something. It's lacking, you know, I think whatever you want to say, Paul is dead, whatever, um, these these four or five guys, whatever, uh, when they got together, and as you could see in excruciating detail in the Get Back a miniseries, um, you know, and it was frustrating with, with get, get Back is that you see them kind of screwing around, wasting time, but in the end coming up with brilliant performances like that, that rooftop uh, concert. It's amazing. So in the end, they were able to come up with just incredible stuff. Now, I mean... If we uh, look at the situation, which the Paul is dead situation, which, of course, it's hard for me to get away from because it's one of the central concepts that if Paul really did die in 66 and for some reason the the Beatles were informed and I, you know, I have to you have to assume some sort of Illuminati type group was involved, whatever. This is all speculation. The Beatles were told the other three Beatles were told, well, you know, Sorry about your friend Paul. It was an accident. But um, we're not going to announce his death. We're going to bring in a replacement Paul. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the misery these guys went through? And, uh, you know, my theory is that the reason they did this was that the Beatles were part of a much larger project um, having to do with uh, influencing all the people in the world through music. And um, I think that in 66, the plan was still very much on, right? The plan was still going. But I think that after a couple years, that that plan was no longer in effect. I think that they had changed their direction in terms of world control. And so mercifully let the other three Beatles go and not have to continue to hang out with this fake Paul, though they had to maintain... Uh, they were never allowed to come out and talk about it, but you know, 
they weren't they weren't forced to be in a band with this guy that was not the, was not Paul. Though obviously the replacement Paul, very talented guy in his own right. And imagine you're that guy. I don't know where he came from. I mean, there's all sorts of different theories. You know, I, I mean, he could actually have been a clone of Paul, um, using some unknown technology to clone an adult copy of someone. Um, but was he a re- if he was a real person that had to completely give up his previous identity? That kind of sucks. Imagine having to deal with that. You know. And even up till today, he's still uh, keep up the charade. In fact, I think uh, Paul McCartney's still, you know, the current Paul, whatever, whoever he is. I think he hangs out in New Jersey a lot, actually. You hear a lot of stories. I guess his uh, current girlfriend or wife is from Metuchen, New Jersey, which is uh, not far from where I grew up and where my grandparents grew up, Metuchen. It's actually my... Uh, my cousin Peter and his wife Gertrude, you know, my first cousin once removed, my father's first cousin. Um, he uh, he lived in Metuchen, I believe. Yeah. Anyway, you hear stories of Paul McCartney spotted in Metuchen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think there were other. Didn't they release other? Did they did they release the rooftop concert complete as an album? I don't know. We'll go look at Apple Music in a minute. But yeah, it's. Uh, it's a fascinating thing, and I, if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend the, the Get Back miniseries. As it's uh, fantastic, and I do hope they eventually release the 35-hour version because I'll, I'll, I'll be there day one watching that. I want to see it all. Why can't they just release all the footage, damn it? I really ought to. I mean, I, yet, I, I plead guilty. I have yet to actually watch much. I mean, I took some peeks at the first episode, and yeah, it's it's something I could really fall into and probably should sooner than later. Uh, and I did listen to Let It Be Naked, and so far I am... I, as much as the Phil Spector version kind of... It's, and it's really not most of the songs. I think it's really Let It Be, the title track, and uh, the long and winding road that just oh uh and the long and winding road is really a beautiful song but it just unlike say yesterday or the other beautiful songs that Paul McCartney ever did there's something uber schmaltzy especially about the Phil Spector version but even the let it be naked version is it just i don't know it's i understand the sentiment it just isn't it's not beatlesy or something i don't know what to say but uh i more and more am just falling into and because i've been like i don't know google and youtube heard me say all this beatles stuff so i just keep getting these incredible Things like the songs of Lennon and McCartney, which I mentioned on my podcast, uh, The Appreciator, uh, what they were just ubiquitous to a point that cannot be explained to people who didn't live through Beatlemania or somehow become, say, like Shambles Constant, this Beatle aficionado uh, ripped out of time and transported into the future or something. It the, the Beatles were their own institution of sorts. And uh, yeah, we have so much more uh, miscellany. Uh, live Beatles, while it's... With modern technology, let's face it, even the Star Club recordings have gone from unlistenable to fairly palatable. And there's just so much of it. Um, I don't even know how to begin to address that. Uh, As far as I can tell, chronologically, the next thing we need to look at is the UK version of Rarities, which is what I am 
tentatively calling the next episode of the Overnightscape Central. And that that's something we can all kind of address because it covers a wider range of songs, uh, array rather, from a great range, from their whole career really, from the earliest sessions to the latest sessions. So uh, we have that. And uh, then there'll be the anthologies, I'd imagine. Uh, there are... I don't think there is a complete official release of the BBC recordings, but uh, we should definitely talk about those because uh, there are a lot of songs, mostly covers, that they did on those that are uh, not to be ignored. But uh, this is just what we have done here. Uh, I, I mean, others have done something similar, but... This is a document that I think belongs and is a uh, precious kind of part of the Onsug as uh, a uh, conceptual continuity, as Frank Zappa used to put it. And uh, what, what puzzles me now is how do we follow up and continue with the Overnightscape Central? Do I go back to the weekly topic, which seems likely, or is there something else kind of bigger and magical that we can do with this common space? Um, And now we have two, because Frank is continuing the exit ramp, and that is really turning into its own kind of institution and gathering that, that this whole thing is so magical, just like the Beatles. And uh, before I digress too much and take us completely off course, uh, let's get back to Frank. And uh, uh, no doubt, I'll be interrupting again. All right, here we go. Apple Music. Here, there's many different versions. This is the original version of Let It Be, 1970. And let's read the little write-up they wrote here, as we've done on each album in this series. The dissolution of the Beatles was a famously unpleasant situation. By 1968, Lennon and McCartney were sometimes working simultaneously in separate studios. Only about half of the White Album songs featured the full band. Conceived by McCartney as an effort to reclaim the band's marital groove, Let It Be presented the Beatles not as an elaborate studio art project, but as four guys making music together in a room. For as divisive as Phil Spector's 11th hour contributions were, George Martin joked that he should have been that he should have been given a credit for production while Spector should get one for overproduction. They were also overstated. Only a handful of tracks here, notably Lennon's Across the Universe and McCartney's The Long and Winding Road were all that heavily orchestrated. While some were chopped up and reassembled to get a better shape. The rest of the album, Get Back, George Harrison's Breezy for, your Bl- for You Blue, and the surrealistic blues of Lennon's Dig a Pony, recorded live on the rooftop of the band's Apple Corps head offices, hewed more or less to what McCartney had envisioned. The Beatles rediscovered the poise and spontaneity of a great live band. Let It Be was a relatively big production even before Spectre came on board. Still, it's a bittersweet, sometimes uncomfortable listen, and only further muddled by the eternal debate of whether or not it was actually the band's last album, having been more or less finished before Abbey Road was started, but not released until the band had broken up about a year later. And now we'd like to do Hawk the Angels Come, Lit Lennon squeaks in falsetto before Let It Be, a jab at what he felt was Paul's sodden pseudo-religiosity. Still, listen and you can hear the heart, humor, and camaraderie that made them so unusual to begin with. McCartney's Two of Us, the throwback One After 909, and the eternal Get Back. In September 1969, Lennon quit. quit. Abbey Road came out about a week later. McCartney effectively quit the following April and put out his first solo record. McCartney, about a week later. In a self-interview that doubled as album promotion and and carefully worded statement of personal independence, McCartney said that his only immediate plans were to grow up. Hmm. Okay, and let's look at that little video documentary. Let's check that out. We've been doing that on each of the albums here on Apple Music. See if we can get this going here. Go. Here we go. (laughs) 
When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. The whole Let It Be project was um, really to see it work in progress, to see the Beatles working. All right. Are you ready, Ringo? Ready, George. One, two, three, four. Oh, to the I think the original idea was Paul's idea to rehearse some new songs. And then we were going to pick a location and record the album of the songs in a concert. I suppose kind of like they do these days on Unplugged, except, you know, it wasn't to be unplugged, just to do a live album. I'll have to rely on you. Okay, let's change the format. That would have been good if they were still around. MTV's Beatles Unplugged, that would have been cool. I'm sure it exists in some alternate reality. Let's run through I've Got a Feeling. Okay. I've got, got a feeling. A feeling deep inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Twickenham Studio was very cold and not a very nice atmosphere, so we decided to abandon that and go to Savile Row into the recording studio. Lovely girl, I love you. Good song. Because you're sweet and lovely girl, that's true. I think it shows on the record that when we were excited, the track's excited. It doesn't matter what we're going through as individuals, you know, on the bullshit level, when it gets to the music, you know, when you can see that it's really cool, we all put in the thousand percent. There's Mal Evans, nice. I don't know. It was our childhood coming back to us. It was some real energy from our youth. And I think it reminded us of those teenage years. And so it, it surfaced, uh, as did Maggie May and a few things like that during the Let It Be sessions where we were just dredging up anything. Dirty maggoty may They have taken her away And she never walked down life streets anymore Oh, the judge she guilty found it But up in the home of found it That dirty no good robin maggoty may They were quite good sessions uh, Once we got into Apple, I remember you know, Yoko enjoying the music it was And Billy Preston, of course and we ended up on the roof. Another Billy. Yet another Billy. The rooftop. There's the cops. Get a job, cop. then mixed it once with Glyn Johns, who'd done a very straightforward mix, very plain, but I loved it. Alan Klein was around by this time, and he sort of said, I don't think it's good enough. He pulled in Phil Spector to try and sort of help and reproduce it, as it said on the record. Do it once more then? Yes, yes. At least once more. I mean, we'll never get a chance to do it again. There you go. I think there was near like a Lego set of, or someone was proposing Lego, Lego Beatles rooftop. Maybe it was just a proposal. Let me see if they ever made that. Lego Beatles rooftop concert. Is it a real product? Uh, um, Hmm. Let me see. 
Lego. No, I don't think it was ever produced, but I think it was a, a proposal to create a rooftop concert. Yeah, a lot of people have been trying to make it. Great. Lego Beatles. Oh, can you can you buy it? Did someone? Oh, it's like a three D rendering of it. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Don't worry about Lego blocks. Uh, yeah. So let's see here. So on Apple Music, they have Let It Be. Let it be 2021 mix, and let it be super deluxe version. And then, of course, let it be naked is a separate version. Uh, let's see. We should probably listen, you know, go track by track, hear a little bit of each one on the regular version. But what's on the super deluxe? There's so many different versions of this album. Uh, let's see. Super deluxe. It has a 2021 mix and then lots and lots of other stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Oh, they have the whole Glyn Johns mix. Wow. All the different mixes. Very interesting. Even some stuff that wound up on uh, Abbey Road, like uh, this one. Okay. Polythene Pam. We should see her in drag, just in a polythene bag. Polythene Pam rehearsal. We we covered this song on the last, uh, of course, on Abbey Road. Well, you know, they seem to give us cauliflower yesterday. Cauliflower? What? Rambling about cauliflowers. Polythene Pam. She's so good looking that she looks like a man. You should see her and drag her in a polythene bag. Yes, you should see polythene Pam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't add that part yet. Enough of that. Let's see. Let's just go to the original version. And of course, the classic beginning with two of us. I dig it. Phase one. Phase one, in which Doris gets her oats. Great song, two of us. Really, that's a really good song. I really do like that song. Um, let me see. Let it be naked. Where is the Let it be naked? Let's hear that same song on Let it be. This, I don't want to hear everything on Let it be naked. Let it be naked. I don't like the the way the title. I don't like the title. I don't like the cover image. And I don't like that they uh, they got rid of uh, the hard Charles Hawtree. It just, it just starts like this. Oh, they start off with, with Get Back. Oh, they even changed the sequence. Okay. Um, two of us. <laughs> you can't take away Charles Hawtree and the Death Aids. Get out of here. No, it's not, it's not right. It's not right. Let me see. Did they did they put out the um, yeah the Beatles get back the the complete rooftop performance and, and they did put this out in twenty twenty two. It's uh, I don't know if it was released as an album a CD but it's on streaming I guess right. The whole rooftop performance. Only thirty eight minutes though. Well, that's before they got arrested or uh, <laughs> the cops came right up. See, there's so much, so much having to do with this record. They're getting ready. They're going to sing Get Back, take one. Jojo was a man who thought he was alone. <clears throat> and they played God Save the Queen? Interesting. They're going to start singing soon. They're on the roof. Spatial audio too. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't experience that. I don't have the right hardware. Ah. 
Nice. Okay, let's just let's go back to the regular version, or maybe let's try the 2021 mix. It's a remix, so this is yeah, this is a type of total like reinvention from the. See, that sounds different. Phase one, in which Doris gets her oats. Nice. And then, of course, the next song is Dig a Pony. Love this song. Wow, the remix sounds very different, right? right let, me, let me go back to the regular version, because this... this uh, the remix is like throwing me off. And I'm glad there's all these versions. I We always want all these different versions. I love all the different versions, right? <clears throat> Sometimes it's hard to find all the versions, though. <laughs> they need a better navig Beatles navigation here. The normal, okay? Normal. Normal original album. I don't think I listened to this one. <laughs> Phase one, in which Doris gets her own. What? Come on. I Dig a Pygmy by Charles Hawtrey on the Death. See, I like the original, how the original sounds. Phase one, in which Doris gets dig her Dig a pony, right? <laughs> this is from the original. Yeah, there's, there's that sort of song. Good song. And then, of course, Across the Universe. Great song. Words are flowing out like endless. How about I, me, mine? All through the night. Good stuff. Dig it, of course. The, the, the little fragment song. I do dig it. I dig, dig it. I know there's a version that has like that. They, they mentioned lots of other people, like John Junk, like John Junkin, who played Shake in Hard Day's Night. Then we have Let It Be, which I, again, I have to say is just not one of their best songs, right? When I find myself in times, enough of that crap. And then Maggie Mae, the first cover they did, and the last cover, in a long time, and the last cover they did. Oh, dirty Maggie Mae. Ma is it Maggity or Maggie? I don't know. Maggity, like with a lot of maggots? No! Then we have I've Got a Feeling, which is a good one. See, I, I do love most of this album. One after nine oh nine, good one. You know, it's sort of like I think I think it was one of the earliest songs that they performed at the Cavern Club that they revived. And I think the worst song on the album, a song that's always bugged me, this one. I mean. As a Beatles song, it's not one of their best. But as a regular song, I guess it's all right. And For You Blue, really, really good song by George Harrison. Because you're sweet and lovely, girl. And then, of course, Get Back. JoJo was a man. Rosetta. I don't know. I think I think Phil Spector did a good job on this. I don't know. Why is everyone giving this guy a hard time? Didn't he wind up like shooting people or something? I forget what happened to that guy. That guy was kind of nuts, right? Jojo. Get back, Jojo. Yeah. So, Let It Be Naked gets rid of Maggie Mae and Dig It. And, uh, Adds this song, which was a non-album track previously. Don't let me down. I always like this song a lot too. Don't let me down. This is a different version than the single version, by the way. Don't let me down. Sounds quite different. Then uh, let's take a look at uh, that song. Should be on Past Masters, which uh, I, I, uh, PQ. I do think we should do Past Masters because uh, that is all the all of the Beatles songs that were not on uh, an album, right? Past Masters, uh, Volume One and Two. 
um, just incredible songs that we kind of missed. But let's see. Don't Let Me Down, of course, is on here. That's the version I know. Um, yeah, get back the version with B- the Beatles and Billy Preston. You know, there is there is quite a bit of uh, Paul is dead stuff on here because, you know, um, one of the commonly thought uh, the name of the guy that took over for Paul his name Billy Campbell, right? William Campbell is the name that comes up most often, and of course we hear a lot of Billy's. Uh, on Sour Dream Pepper, we had the one and only Billy Shears. And, of course, we also had on the White Album, Hey, Bungalow Bill, what did you kill? Bungalow Bill. Right? So, uh, essentially, if these shadowy forces brought a Billy into the band, I think George Harrison, I believe, who brought Billy Preston in, is thinking, well, I can bring a Billy into the band, too. Billy Preston. <laughs> You brought another Billy in. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> what is this? This version is different, right? No? Hmm. Yeah, different version. A lot of versions of songs of this stuff. Anyway, I, I, I'm thinking Past Masters would be a good one to do because that sort of like cleans up all the remaining Beatles songs. So many great songs. But yeah, anyway, as uh, as this uh, concludes all the main albums, right? And I do think we can do Past Masters. Anthology would be a tough one, but I think we really, you know, Anthology, which came out at mid-90s, with two new Beatles songs in um, Real Love and uh, Free as a Bird, right? I always thought they should have done the third one on that third one, but they didn't. I don't know why they couldn't get a third one going. But anyway... Um, this is this is the sort of the story arc of of the Beatles, and uh, you know it's just Beatles have been such a huge part of my life, and they continue to be. I've loved doing these uh, these album overviews and reviews. I've learned so much in this process, and there's just so much more to learn. I mean, the the Beatles is a an endless uh, topic. In fact, a PQ found this uh, sent me a, this video. It was. Uh, some, it was from, I think, 19... Was it from 65, maybe? or It was, like, from Granada Television, this black-and-white TV show, the music of, of uh, Lennon and McCartney. Just an, and, and Paul, the original Paul, and, and John were um, on there. Amazing stuff. So much stuff uh, keeps... You know, there's just so much stuff to dig up uh, about the Beatles. And... Uh, I'm so happy I, I got into them. I mean, I always, you know, run into so many people, especially younger people, that just know nothing about the Beatles. I think I think um, someone at work that really didn't know about them started listening. It's like, oh, I know this song. I know this song. And didn't even realize that they knew they were Beatles songs, which was my experience as well. When I, uh, I really didn't know anything about the Beatles until about 1989, 1990, around that uh, time period. So I was already in my early 20s. And then I, it would just came on like a hurricane, my Beatle, my personal Beatle mania, and I had that same experience. I'm like, oh, I've heard this song, but I didn't know it was a Beatles song. There's so many songs like that, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they've just have such a huge uh, impact. The music is so good, and to me, there's it's 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 a a mystery as well. Um, having gone over all the albums, I mean, uh, how do these four guys from Liverpool? How were they so good? It just seems, it seems like almost impossible that it would happen. Because right at one point I was listening to, you know, we listened to a little bit of like Jerry and the Pacemakers and the other bands that were from Liverpool at the time, which sound all right, but they're lacking this sort of extra genius quality that the Beatles had. And I suppose you could say that Lennon and McCartney were both um, absolute genius level uh, songwriters. Um, With, of course, George Harrison coming along after a few albums, he started really coming into his own as a songwriter. Ringo, of course, wrote a few songs, but um, like "Listen for Your Footsteps Coming Up the Drive" from from the White Album. How he's uh, 
his uh, lament about Paul dying, I think. That's the theory. But, of course, there's the uh, the other theory, which is that the Beatles were chosen by that shadowy Illuminati, Illuminati-like group to be part of this society-changing uh, experiment and were actually uh, didn't write the songs and were given the songs and they were produced by an unknown source, perhaps otherworldly, perhaps... Uh, beings in an, another world or another dimension or older songs that existed in another world were revived by the Beatles is another possible explanation as to what happened. There's a, there, there's a lot of theory. I have a lot of theories about the Beatles. right? And, and I mean, there's other online theories saying that the Beatles did not write a lot of their songs. They were written by someone else for the purposes of, cha- of societal change promoting this hedonistic drug culture, perhaps, uh, and other things. Um, whichever whichever is actually true, whatever is true, or if it's some uh, totally other explanation, it doesn't matter. We have the music, and the music is what matters. And the music is amazing. Um, and I think we'll always stand out. I wa- but, you know, I, want, I would have to think that in even hundreds of years from now, people will still be listening to the Beatles. And hopefully they'll still be listening to the Overnight Sea of Underground and what we have to say about the Beatles. So that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it was, was it was the last week or the week before. I was I was rewatching uh, Hard Day's Night. That is, I mean, I would still say, is one of the best movies, in my opinion. If I had to list the top ten best movies of all time, Let It Be would absolutely be on that top ten list. It is so good, and it just bears repeat viewings. It has so many quotable lines, and it's just so expertly crafted it is absolutely amazing so if you if you don't know about the Beatles if you're listening to this and it's like oh, I don't really care about the Beatles the Beatles suck all these people I was hoping like we were hoping to get someone that really hates the Beatles to be on one of these shows too but I don't know if we got anyone that real real Beatle hater the Beatles suck phony Beatlemania has bitten the dust as the Clash said um, but anyway Watch A Hard Day's Night. There's a number of copies of it on uh, Internet Archive you can watch for free. Um, please check that out. That, to me, is that sort of like beyond all the other, the music and everything. They made this perfect movie, which is absolutely remarkable. Who would have expected it? I mean, Jerry and the Pacemakers made a similar movie, Ferry Cross the Mercy, I think it was called. It was just, it was not good, you know? It was just sort of a pale imitation. And, of course, the uh, American band, the Monkees, were... The, the whole TV show was definitely inspired by Hard Day's Night. I want a cup of tea. Yes. Paul's grandfather. Yes. I want me coffee. Yes. You're sticking your face in those books. Why don't you go out and experience life? Yes. Good stuff. Anyways... Let it be. Indeed. Back to you, PQ. Oh, yes. I was listening to a BBC series documentary from 1973 about the Beatles. And when they came to Hard Day's Night, they had this wonderful clip. uh, Richard Lester talking about the premiere of Hard Day's Night. It was like a preview. And he said he was so nervous. He was sure that this was just... It wasn't going to go over. It was going to be terrible. Nobody was going to like it. And he showed it, and he was just so nervous. And this old woman walked up to him and told him it was one of the most wonderful films she'd ever seen. And it, 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 he just, that moment for him was just so great. And I don't think, I mean, he made a lot of interesting films, but that was really the height of his filmmaking career, and I think he knew it. Um, yeah, we've, uh, and as far as uh, upcoming episodes, I think I have a framework. Before Past Masters, there was a compilation, the Parlophone UK Rarities. So the next 
Overnight Scape Central, we are going to hit the rarities, the 1980, not the Capitol version, but the Parlophone version, because there are two apparently different versions, and we have been doing the Parlophone up to now, and uh, it's confusing enough. And then Past Masters, both volumes, I think, can go into one show, and that's from 1988. The Rarities is from 1980, and yes, I, I think anthology should be done in three shows. I know that may be overdoing it and uh, gilding the lily, but uh, there was one in 1995, one in March of 1996, and one in October of 1996. And once we hit all of those, uh, we'll take a breath and see what's left. And uh, definitely, we have to do at least a show uh, for each of them for their solo albums. The Well, the Paul one, it, I think he had like three times as many solo albums as any of the other Beatles uh, will be possibly needing to be more than one episode. Ringo, I think we can get through safely in one episode. Uh, George... It gets tricky, but I think we can squish. I hate to compress George Harrison, but uh, we're going to compress George Harrison. And uh, John Lennon, I mean, I don't think we're going to have anything long to say about the Plastic Ono Band stuff. Um, I think we can do John also in one long go. So uh, that's the tentative plans as we move forward. And uh, I'm going to try to do these every Monday. So I am calling uh, Deadline Monday uh, at Dinner Time Mountain Standard Time uh, on the 5th of June. Yes, this is the last May 2023 episode. The 5th of June 2023 is the deadline for um, rarities. And uh, we'll we'll just roll it from there. And I'm going to try to hit some schedules because I've got uh, the the appreciator, my other series I'm doing, which while it seems like it's daily now, uh, whether or not I maintain that remains to be seen. And uh, I have a big uh, a huge secret project that uh, it, it, it I don't know what how it will affect the overnight scape underground per se, but it's big, and uh, I, that's really where my focus is going to be over these next few months, uh, I, manifesting uh, a really cool thing. And this was a very short overnight scape central. And if you have a follow up, by all means, send it to me. The email address for all of these things remains and uh, will be for the foreseeable future. KPQR.TORC at gmail.com. And as always, repeat kpqr.torc at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Frank, for uh, all the facilitation and participation. And uh, all of us, uh, you got your hands on the controls. Set the controls for the heart of the fun.